0: Thank you
1: for downloading this podcast.
0: Play along and test your brain with the discount brain of 702. Get to 702.co.za for more info. The BRICS Report, China. All right, well, time for our China Bricks report. And, of course, the whole world looking at China, this great engine that seems to drive the world and has stuttered a bit recently. Well, uh, on the line, we welcome Dr. Martin Davis, Managing Director Emerging Markets at Africa, and Africa Deloitte and Touche. Uh, Martin, welcome to you again. Morning to you. Chinese New Year, I celebrated downtown in Commissioner Street. We had a fabulous time, but I see 330 million train tickets were sold over there.
1: Yes, good morning, John, and, and happy new or happy new Chinese monkey year to you. It's uh, all the Chinese holiday this week, and the figures, as you mentioned, are staggering. 330 million people <laughs> taking trains across the country. An additional 55 million plane tickets have been sold. Chinese are on the move. They're back to their hometown, going on vacation in the country, out of the country. I strongly suggest you don't go to a Chinese train station <laughs> or airport uh, this week. But Chinese travel is pretty affordable. You know, these days, it's no longer the, the slow trains are still there. And slow for us would be sort of 100, 200 kilometers an hour. You could travel for three hours and it costs you maybe four U.S. dollars, really cheap. But most people are using the high-speed train network, which is across the country, traveling about 350 kilometers an hour. Imagine Johannesburg-Durban in two hours. So these numbers are massive because people have been moved around the country far quicker than before.
0: Interesting, and and I see the foreign ministers visiting Africa. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, this is this is something which has been going on for ooh, over a over a quarter of a century now. Every beginning of the year, the Chinese foreign minister Wang Yi of oh, now it's Wang Yi visits uh, African countries. That's sort of a tradition. His first visit, foreign trip abroad, would be to Africa. So he's just been to to Malawi, Mauritius, Mozambique, and Namibia uh, this last week. Uh, again, building relations some sort of Africa's smaller countries. And what what you've seen Chinese emphasis move away from uh, trade, so much trade between our two countries, between Africa and China declined a significant 38% last year. Now, considering, John, this is our largest trading partner, that's pretty much indicative of the state of the commodity sector right now. So the Chinese farmers have been over here talking about aid and shifted from sort of a more trade approach to a more aid approach and and emphasizing that since the last three, four years, China spent over $20 billion for infrastructure, trained over 30,000 Africans that received training, mostly government people, technical Mm. training, but like public sector training in China, 900 assistance programs in agriculture, health education. So the engagement of the continent um, certainly continues pretty in quite a pervasive fashion. And if you recall, President Xi Jinping was here in Johannesburg um, back in December, pledging another $60 billion of financing for Africa. So despite the significant downturn, which it is in China, as you say, the engine's not where it used to be, um, the China-Africa
0: relationship still continues pretty closely. But the currency has declined, to see.
1: Yeah, I think this is the biggest woe facing the Chinese economy this year. You know, in the last 10 years, and this is what what has really underpinned the significant creation of wealth in China. As you recall, China's uh, tourists now, we spoke before, the largest spenders abroad, because the Chinese currency is kind of de facto pinned to the US dollar. We have a very strong US dollar. China's currency reserves now have been nudging three and a half trillion US dollars, largest of any country. But what we're seeing now in China is, you know, the negativity, negative sentiment, pretty much like everywhere. Massive capital flight out of China. It was reported yesterday by the People's Bank of China that the currency reserves plunged 99.5 billion in January alone in one month. Cool. In the in the last five I'm sorry, in the last six months of last year, the decline was 420 billion in foreign currency reserves. So the Chinese government is doing whatever they can to stem this flow of of, of capital flight, some of it's illegal, out of the country, and trying to manage a downward trend in the currency value. That's going to be difficult. Now, this is very bad for Chinese individuals in terms of wealth store. Mm. It's also very bad for South Africa because, as China's, you think China's a competitive exporter now. Let's take 10, 20%, perhaps a little bit more of a currency this year, and China becomes a very competitive, an uber competitive exporter, even more than what it is now. And their exports are competing with ours. So, not good news for us, I'm afraid.
0: Dr. Martin Davis, thanks very much indeed. Managing Director, Emerging Markets and Africa, Deloitte and Touche. But the numbers, everything to do with China, just extraordinary.